Hey folks, I'm John Botsit, and welcome to The Why Podcast. This is where I get to sit down with some incredible people and talk about their careers, passions, and how they've navigated struggles in their lives. Today, I got to sit down with the creator of the app, Blessed, Tara Eusebi. Tara had climbed the corporate ladder and was making six figures at a successful job, but still felt like there was something missing in her life. She always had a drive to help people and eventually realized it was more than just a passion. Almost two years ago, Tara released Blessed. It's an app with a simple idea, share a need, meet a need. If you have any kind of need, whether it be material, emotional, or anything else, you can share it on the app. Or you can be proactive and share how you'd like to help people, even if there isn't a need publicly shared. Tara has been able to provide a platform free of ads and gimmicks, which has already helped thousands of people across the planet. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a great conversation with my friend, Tara Eusebi. talk to you obviously was the app that she created um and it it just struck a chord with me because it felt like this is something that should have existed for years now mm-hmm. and it was really surprising for one thing that i'd never even heard of this and two that it it's just seems so intuitive that yeah there should be something out there to connect people um just to help however we can um so i, I want to kind of talk specifics about the app first just to kind of get sure. Uh, people, I want to have, I want people to have an understanding of what the app is, where to find it, um, what it does and everything. So it's been out for about a year and a half now. Yeah. March 25th, 2019 is when we officially launched. So it's still really new. Um, and the reach has been all organic, you know, as far as spreading the word and sharing the concept with people. So yeah, I feel like we're baby brand new and just, you know, <laughs> kind of bursting at the seams, ready to run full throttle and, and really change lives. But, you know, it's already happening, which is what's so exciting. And opportunities like this also provide, um, you know, the, put the information out there for people to get a hold of it and, and go get it. So, and use it. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just that usability of it is, like I said, like, it's so simple of uh, like, just the slogan that you built it off of was yeah. share a need, meet a need. That's it. And it's, it's so, like I said, like so accessible, so attainable. Um, I, I downloaded it, I checked it out and I it's saw a, you got on. Yes. And yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And I love that, that personal touch. Um, that you take the time to message everybody. And the fact that you even recognized my email, um, or my name. Uh, yes, I did. I was like, Oh, <laughs> we're on today. Exciting. You know, I'm like, I'm happy when that happens because then I know that you really care about what you're getting involved in and at least doing your research to see what am I going to be speaking about today? So yeah, I did. I totally noticed and knew it was you. <laughs> yeah. And what struck me too, was that it, it is very simply laid out, very, um, very minimalistic. It was, it was kind of like an altruistic Craigslist was the impression that I got. Um, it just separated by location. And then you broke it down by categories as far as what people would have a need for people could search for what needs they might be able to fill. So it's very self-explanatory, very easily accessible by people. Um, and the other part about the app that I love, uh, that I, I don't see a lot in other, uh, apps like it is the, is the vouch for me and yes. the private groups that you set up. So can you talk about right. those two things? 
Absolutely. Yeah. So voucher me is a big one for us because uh, when I was designing bless, I really, you know, I care so much about people just in general and I, no one likes to be scammed. I mean, when you have a genuine heart to want to help, you don't want to be set up with a scam. And so Vouch for Me was a, a program that we developed and implemented simple, you know, but anybody that gets on Blessed can send Vouch for Me requests to those that know you best. Um, and you can do that via text or email or, or even within the app. So if you know other people within the app and they know you well, or maybe you've interacted with them, that's a lot of kind of what happens um, you know, especially since the app is new and people are trying to get used to vouch for me, like, what is this? Um, many social media platforms have no way of reviewing users. Uh, we don't really know who we're dealing with a lot of times. And so this is a way to build trust. So you send these requests, the recipient is asked three questions. How do they know you? How long have they known you? And share something with us about you. And this is, again, an opportunity to build the character of these individuals, whether you're the one offering help or whether you're the one that has a need, either way, we want to know that you're the real deal. And so that's what Vouch for Me is really for. And, and the more people that vouch for you, the better. And, and other members of Bless can go on there. They can actually tap on Vouch for Me and they can view those responses. So if they're seeing a pattern of like weird, you know, responses, like they'll know, like, oh, so there's a red flag here. So we always have to use our common sense, you know, when we're dealing uh, with social media platforms. But when you're seeing legit responses and people, you know, making statements and saying like, like this person's real and they just fallen on a hard time or whatever it might be, then you can take those to heart and use them as you gauge your interaction with individuals. So this was an important thing. And um, with regard to private groups on Bless, you know, I just really have this sense that there could be needs and even help that people want to offer that they don't want to distribute to the entire world, so to speak, because um, the way Bless works is it does work for local community. It is designed that way by default. It, it shows you posts within a 50 mile radius of where you signed up for Bless. And so that's how it's really intended to work is with the local community, but you can go into filters and you can change that radius and you can literally see and interact with posts from around the world if they're shared publicly. And so private groups is designed to give users a place where they can share their needs in a private, more intimate group of people that they know. And so I encourage uh, people to get on here and create a group that supports what you're passionate about. And we're not just connecting with people. We're really changing the mindset of humanity. We're so used to connecting and kind of just having this online connection. No, we're really wanting to set out to give with purpose on purpose to change lives and impact generations through the power of bless because there's so much power behind taking a tangible item or offering a helping hand or a listening ear, it literally can change a life. And when you do it with intention, instead of just putting stuff on the curb, which there's nothing wrong with that, but this is just a different way of, of interacting with one another, getting back to like the olden days, I guess you could say, <laughs> when people were people and we showed this kindness, uh, this innate nature that's been built on the inside of us for each other. I mean, really and truly when it comes down to it, when we're faced with hard times, I don't know many people that enjoy watching people suffer. We want to help each other. And this is what Bless is really all about. So private groups gives you that chance to share intimately 
with just the private groups you belong to and then members of that group are the only ones that can see and interact with those posts. So it's just a, another way to just kind of tailor blessed to, to use it the way you want to use it really. Yeah. And I love that, that it's, it's not centered around um, like capitalistic gains. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. It's not centered around um, really like the benefit of anybody, but the people who need it. And it, like you said, it's tailor-made for um, genuine, authentic giving and just helping people out. And I love that. And I love the idea of, of um, connecting or like using these private groups for like churches, for small or for like private companies, neighborhoods, yep. uh, family and friend groups. Um, so you can really focus in on whoever you trust and whoever you want to kind of share that experience with while also having access to literally anybody that's right. on the app. Um, and I, I, it's just, like I said, like it's such a unique take on just authentic help. Um, yes. and it, it, you know, where your money, where your time, where your efforts are going to, I'm like, I, like not to belittle any kind of like charities or any other organizations, but I, there's definitely a, a bit more of a separation there. Definitely. You wonder, I mean, you give and you wonder, and, and especially in the day and hour we're living in where so much is kind of coming to the surface of like, hmm, we thought it was doing this and it's not really doing this, you know? Well, you can help people your way, you know, in your time frame. You can teach your children to go through their toy boxes and offer to meet a need on blessed because there are other children probably in your neighborhood that could use what they no longer need that they've enjoyed. And so it's, it's all about this kind of thing. And then also retraining humanity and helping them to know that it's okay to share a need. If your toaster breaks, you can ask a neighbor, do you have a toaster? Mine broke. And that's an okay thing to do. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say, hey, I need someone to talk with. I don't know if you noticed, but just recently, somebody from another country shared a need. They need psychological help. They can't afford to pay for it. That's what Bless is about. There's got to be someone out there that's willing to speak with this person and potentially save their life. And so, Man, there's no better investment than, than giving our time. And if it can save a life, wow. I mean, I'm all game. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the biggest things that struck me, and I, I didn't realize this until I heard it on one of the other interviews, was that you, I mean, not only did you design Bless with no ads, but that you take no monetary gain from this app at all. So it's purely out there just to help people. That is right. It's a gift. You know, John, originally when I had this idea for Blesh, you know, of course you think, oh, it's got to fit in with what everyone else does, like this cookie cutter. And, you know, no, I knew in my heart, like it, it goes against everything that Bless is to have it. I mean, I can't call it, I can't charge for it. It's Bless. I mean, it's what it is. And so Bless as a company is actually showing people what this app is all about. Now, will there be revenue streams in the future? Yes, there will, but it will be different. It won't be to where the people or the product, your information is your information. It's safe on Bless. We don't, we're not taking it and, and trying to determine what ads to show you or, or abusing it in any way. It's simply used to make sure you're getting accurate posts from other people in your area, that kind of thing. But other than that, it goes no further. It really goes no further. So this is truly a pure, a pure platform. And you're not, you're not going to find it out there. This one is one of a kind. And um, 
you'll see. I mean, it, it's, it's different than anything else. And Bless as a company, as it grows and, and continues forward, you'll see will be different than any other company that you've ever seen, whether it be a for-profit or a non-profit. Bless is actually a for-profit company. So go figure all that out. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're working. I mean, you know, you just got to do what you, what's on your heart to do. And really the priority is people and making sure there's a safe place where they can go and share without judgment, offer help and grab a hold of this thing. It's hard. I think the biggest challenge oftentimes is convincing people like literally there's no trick there. No, there, there's no, there's no fine print. I know it says free and we're so used to the pages and pages of fine print. There is no fine print. This is literally a gift from my heart to humanity so that we can come together to help each other and make this world a better place. Like we know it can be. So I want to talk about that for a minute. And I'm sure when you were first developing this idea and trying to get people on board with you, that telling them it's a free app, there's no revenue initially, um, I'm sure that was a very difficult process to try and get people on board with you. Uh, can you talk about that at all and maybe what that experience was like? You know, when I initially started sharing this concept and even to date, to be just super transparent, I would say 99.99% of the response has been so positive. People love this concept. It floors them. I think there's still some hesitancy like behind the scenes um, where maybe once it's been shared with them, they don't initially, initially download or start to use it. They're checking it out literally. You know how we are. We, you know, what's the catch? You know, it's just human nature. So I get it. And uh, but overall, I mean, overall, the response has been overwhelmingly good. People, I think, are hungry for this type of thing, hungry to be able to help one another, hungry to have a pure platform that's more mellow. It doesn't have all the chaos in it. I mean, I think we've gotten so used to all the jumble that bless can almost appear boring when you're going through the feed and stuff because there's <laughs> not all this stuff shooting at you. But to me, it's so peaceful. You know, you go in there and you can see what people need. You can offer help and uh, you can reflect on the blessings taking place in your community and around the world. But in answer to your question, really, I mean, the vast, except for a very few, I mean, very few, I could probably count on one hand, even in the year and a half, we've been spreading the word about this of people that have been like, ah, you know, like, what's this about kind of thing? Yeah. Wow. And usually those, to be honest with those are the ones that just don't, they didn't take the time to read. Maybe they didn't watch the video. They, they missed it. You know, like there, I don't know how anyone could not love this. I mean, how can you, what's there not to love? And it's not just because it's, it's something I created. It really honestly has nothing to do with me, but it's not me. It's the concept of it. This is human kindness. This is not random acts of kindness. This is purposeful acts of kindness to change a life and impact children's lives. I mean, this was something, John, that I had no idea when I first started this, that so many kids would be impacted watching adults interact or sharing a need with the parent that a parent posted on Bless and having that need met and then, and then reaping the harvest of that. I mean, like to see these little babies from, from baby, I mean, literally baby infant to teens, being impacted through this app is just um, an amazing thing. So in any time you bring relief to a parent, you're bringing relief and help to the children as well. So it, this is doing massive stuff. It's really, 
it's so simple. Like you said, <laughs> like, why, where has this been? What, but how many people are going to say, Oh, I'll do something for free as a free gift. I don't know how many of those you're going to find out there. Yeah, absolutely. And did you, did it ever, um, did anything that happened right away or any kind of needs that were met or asked for, did any of that take you by surprise? Was there any like unexpected um, aspect to that that maybe you hadn't counted for when you first thought of this idea? It's like a positive thing or- Oh I, yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, I, I wasn't <laughs> sure. But um, I mean, there's been so many things. I think, like I said, like the children being impacted was a huge one because I just really didn't realize. But to see communities step up, this one has really surprised me. I mean, honestly, there was one maybe two months ago, uh, a single mom got on bless and shared a need, a, an urgent need. She was about to be evicted, had an eight month old child. She needed $1,500 and, you know, bless is growing every day, but we, you know, we have maybe, uh, I think at this point, we're probably nearing 3,500 that have signed on at some point or another. So we don't, we're not in the millions yet, but we will get there. But when you're, when you have a need this big, I mean, this is a lot of money. And so she shared this need and oh, my heart was just, oh my gosh. So I got in contact with her again. I want to make sure, you know, you're legit. People are still getting used to vouch for me. And I talked with her and I learned more of her story and it was just on my heart to share her need further. So I ended up doing that. I shared it on to my Facebook and all the social media platforms where I share bless to let people know like this need is here, it's real. And a couple of hours went by John and nothing, not, not a comment, not a like, not a boo, not a who, nothing. I mean, I was like, oh, well, you know, we've tried, we'll do what we can. I'll send her what I can to help. But it would basically, my petition was like, if just, you know, a fraction of all these Facebook friends could help with this, we could really save this mom and her baby. Yeah. And, you know, shortly after those two hours went by, all of a sudden there was these dings and done here. I sent money done, done, done. And it just kept rolling in. And before I knew it, her need was actually exceeded. We're just in shock that humanity, that people, strangers would come and rise up to help this single mom and her baby. And even more powerful than the meeting of that need was the mama telling me that she would make sure that her son knew about this as he got older. And she wanted to stay in touch with me because she wanted this to be a legacy that she left for him, that he would know that bless and that humanity stepped in to help them in a, in a dire time of need. And that's like what it's all about. So that was a big one. That was, like I said, probably about a couple of months ago. And boy, I just, my heart just leapt for humanity. Cause really to me, bless is like Christmas every day. I mean, who doesn't love giving gifts and receiving gifts? And this is something that we can do, not just during the Christmas season, but we can do it all year long. And it's also the ultimate bad day cure. If you're ever having a bad day, you just set out to go bless somebody else. Even if it's with a smile, it changes everything in an instant. So you can't go wrong. Yeah, absolutely. So can you tell me a little bit about the process in which you kind of came to come to this realization that you weren't really working or it wasn't really working out for you emotionally, maybe just like um, spiritually to a degree about where you were at your corporate job beforehand and kind of what, what was that turning point that you knew I need to be do doing something else and kind of the process and which you narrowed down to figure out that bless is what it's going to be. 
Yeah, this is kind of wild. You know, I've always worked uh, some kind of job since I was like 16 years old. You know, my my parents taught me to be you know, a hard worker. They always taught us just to work hard and be diligent, have integrity. Your word is your bond. I mean, these were things that I, I was raised with. And so um, I always put everything into every job that I ever held. But it was like, as I was getting older, I just was so unsatisfied. And I, you know, tried management positions. And I had one uh, prior to the last one I held that just about killed me. I mean, they wanted, they wanted everything. They wanted every ounce of life and blood. And I was like, this is just not going to work simply because I'm no earthly good to anybody when I leave here. And so that one I had to, to make some adjustments in. And then, you know, again, I thought, you know, I've always just been a leader. Like, you know, I don't know where this is all headed. And then I stepped into another management position and did really well. I mean, super successful, but just like, there's just gotta be more than this. And, you know, when you deal with environments that are subject to change, where they can become toxic, like so many people deal with in the workplace when we were actually going to workplaces, maybe some of you still are, <laughs> but um, it's, a, I feel relieved actually for, for most of humanity, especially the ones that feel okay with being at home now. Like that has been a blessing to a lot of people is just a side note. But um, so working in like these toxic environments and I just was getting worn down. It was taking every ounce of energy, life, faith, everything just to go to work. And, you know, someone that cares about me deeply asked me a question one day that changed my course. And it was so simple. You know, she said, what's your passion what is it that you ultimately want to do? And, you know, we just get so caught up in the nine to five and we got to pay the bills and we get food on the table and whatever. And I want this and whatever that we forget that built in us is a passion that's hitched to our assignment to what we're supposed to be doing. And literally humanity is waiting for you to step into that. It just started to percolate. And I thought one day, you know, if I knew that the person I'm passing here in the market or my neighbor or coworker had a need that I could help with would I help. And I thought, absolutely, I would totally help. But how can I know what people really need? Because I just don't go up to random people and ask, what do you need? And it was in that moment that the vision for Bless as a mobile app started to come alive on the inside. And again, you think, gosh, well, this is already created. No, it really isn't. There, it's, it's mixed in a lot of different things, but there is no one single platform that does what Bless does at this capacity and that will uh, continue to evolve in the vision that I have for, for what Bless is supposed to do. So that's when it all kind of got started. That one question and I ended up leaving my job in corporate America because I knew I could not do both. I couldn't do both. I, I didn't have the energy, the time, um, anything to be able to put into bless what I knew it would require. And I had tried, like I just thought, you know, I'll just do what I can. I couldn't get hardly anywhere with it. And I knew that it would be right for me to, to step away from this and step into this and that this ultimately is what I'm assigned to do and what my calling is. And so that's how it happened. It was crazy. It was not easy. There was a lot of uh, battle of fear. I mean, you're leaving a six-figure job going into the abyss of like, uh, what, what's going to happen next? You don't know. And, um, you know, it's one of those leaps of faith that I don't regret taking. I know it's the right choice. And um, 
anyway, it, it's been amazing so far and we're headed only up. We're only headed up. So it's awesome. Yeah. And that the whole process of figuring out something that's tangible and um, some, something that you can do long-term that's viable long-term. Um, talk to me a little bit about that process of how did you know that Bless was going to be able to be sustainable and something that you could leave a job for? Because I think a lot of people have ideas of things that they would like to do, but they're not really sure, or maybe they're maybe just a confidence issue of not being able to commit fully to it. But what was that turning point that you knew Bless was going to be the avenue you you choose? Yeah, you know, for me, ultimately, it was a word from God that that gave me that permission to leave. So I'm not telling people to quit your jobs and start your own business. But here's what I will say about all of you out there that have these ideas. Oftentimes, we're waiting, waiting, waiting for what? We're waiting for enough money in the savings account. We're waiting for this to be in line and the kids to be growing, whatever it might be. And I want to encourage you, stop waiting. You can start with whatever that passion is on the inside, and you can take steps toward that today. Yes, you heard me right now today. And you take what you have. You use what you already have in your possession. What can you do with what you have to go toward that goal. And that's how I actually started Bless. I was still working in corporate, but I thought, how can I get the ball rolling here? I don't know anything about, I was not working at an app development company, graphic, no, no, something completely, totally unrelated to what I'm doing now. But I, I knew that I could learn. So gaining knowledge was one thing I could do. One of the very first things I took a leap on was just to trademark Bless. I knew that that was something I could do. I had the finances to do it. So these simple steps you can take with what you've already got, you need to go for it and don't let anything stop you anymore. Quit waiting. So I want to encourage everyone to do that. But ultimately for me, it was a release. It was like, this is not, you need to be out of this. There's something more here. And then what sustains me to be really super transparent. I'm always transparent with everybody. It's just my nature. <laughs> So, but to be just like real with you all is just to say that this vision is so big on the inside of me. I see what bless is becoming and where it's headed because it goes way beyond the app. And so I just have this assurity on the inside, like I just know. And it's so big that no one can talk me out of it. So it's kind of like, this is what keeps me running. This is what keeps me going and driving me toward uh, where I need to go. And, and the finances come in, John, I, you know, I don't beg people for money. I never ask for money. You will never hear me ask, but what's happened is people are asking me, we want to help what you're doing. And so we created blessed supply so that people have a, an opportunity. If they want to donate to bless, it's a for-profit company. If you want to give a monetary <laughs> gift to bless, you can do it. People are already doing it to help propel the vision forward and to help people. That's what we do. We take those finances and we'll, we'll give to people that we vetted um, to help them in their needs. And then we also keep the app running. We're continually making improvements and adjustments and changes. And we're looking to do bless for desktop in the future because we want everyone to be able to participate in this. And it will go on from there. I mean, there's going to be blessed supply houses where people can come and buy without money. So ultimately, if you have things to give away, you can give them to bless in every community around the world. Can you see it, John? Can you see these supply houses out there? 
Um, and people can come and get the help they need through Bless. And, and you'll see the big trucks and all of this with the Bless logo on it because this is the mission and the vision. Like I said, it's so big. It's what drives me forward. I I love that. And I think just that seems like the complete natural step forward for this type of thing, just to continue growing and to keep making things accessible and tangible in communities um, for people to bring, like you said, bring things to a place so you you know where it's at, you know that it's, it's in your community, it's going to stay there. And I, this all just reminds me, I think it was an Eleanor Roosevelt quote that uh, was do what you can with what you have where you are. And it just seems to be this type of mantra, just this authentic giving this, like you said, like it's just this blessing for people. So can you talk to me a little bit about the influences that you had in your life? Because it sounds like your parents were very formative for you that kind of laid the groundwork for this, but were there any maybe them as well, but were there any other sources of that that kind of shaped your your ethos behind all this? Sure. You know, my parents were huge in it. And of course, the relationship that I have with Jesus Christ has played a huge part in it. So I can never not talk about that when I'm asked. And so I will say that on top of that, I'll say that bless is for all humanity. You know, it's not to uh, just because I'm a believer in Jesus doesn't mean that Bless is a faith based organization. It is not. It is actually for everyone. We want everyone to be a part, but that's played a huge role. And another is my best friend. You know, as you grow and go in life, you have experiences, you have left letdowns, you have hurts, you have rejections. And I was one that not long ago just did not have a whole lot of self esteem, um, didn't feel very thrilled with myself. Um, and it really didn't feel very thrilled with people in general. And I found that that usually happens when you're not thrilled with yourself, when you don't have any love for yourself and who you are and what you've been created to be. And so, um, thank God for a best friend. And if you can get one in your life, you're golden. Cause that's all I need. And so she has played a pivotal part in my life because We've known each other for just about, I think, 10 years or so. But John, she just, man, she chiseled away at walls and just um, got down to the core and then just started to kind of help rebuild me in ways that I didn't even know I needed rebuilding and really helped change and transform me into who I am today with this, uh, this heart for humanity that has just shifted in such a big way. I mean, I tell you, you could ask any of my family. It was not that long ago. And I did not like people. And now I love people, man. I have such <laughs> a compassion for people. It's just unreal to see how it can switch like that. But things have changed in my own perspective of myself. Like, you know, um, you need to love yourself. You can't love others until you love yourself and not in a prideful way, not in a, oh, I'm just so cool. No, none of that. Just in a humble way just valuing the, the breath in your lungs because there's something in you. There's a gift, there's a talent, there's something on the inside of you that, that someone needs. And don't underestimate that. A lot of times we've been so rejected, so hurt, so disappointed in life that we just retract and turn inward. And it's a trick. You know, this whole social distancing, even though it's important, it's a trick because really it's keeping us even further apart when we really need people. We need each other. We need that touch. We need, we need that word. We need that smile. 
hiding behind the mask. You know, we need all these things to keep us running and going. And so there's something in each one of us that someone else needs from you. And it's valuable. It's, it's, it's priceless, actually. So once you can kind of figure that out and appreciate that there's something in me, you just say it to yourself, there's something in me that someone else needs. And it's every day they need it from you every single day. And that's more than enough to get up out of bed and to keep going and to have compassion for, for people and humanity and realize like now I look at situations differently and I go, when somebody does something and I'm still working on it, I have not arrived by any level, but, <laughs> but the, I've noticed there'll be times when somebody does something kind of wonky and I want to get like flared up about it. I'll, I'll think, I'll think they've been through something, something happened to them to make them that way. And when you start to look at things that way, you're just, you go easier on people, you know? And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing what a best friend can do to help kind of chisel away all the junk and get down to that pearl and uh, help it surface. Yeah. And just that changing of your perspective to be more um, empathetic towards people maybe and, and more receptive to their needs and what's going on in their life. And yeah, like it's so easy to just run across somebody in traffic even and to get ticked off at them and to think that they're just that that's, that's what defines them. They're just a bad person, but they may have just come away from something horrible that put them in that mindset, that mentality. And you never know what's just temporary about a person and what's sustainable and who they really are until you get to know them. And I'm, I'm a firm believer in, in getting to know the, the reasons, like the whole reason about this podcast is the why and Mm -hmm. getting to know the, uh, like the in-depth perspective on people and what makes them tick. And, and that it's, it's really taught me that we're, we're so much more alike than I think anyone realizes. And that's, I, I think if nothing else, 2020 has given us opportunities to connect with people in ways that we wouldn't normally have and, and having these zoom calls like this and meeting people, uh, through a Facebook group that we would normally never be connected with. Um, I, I don't think that if 2020 hadn't happened that I would be able to do this type of thing. Um, I, I was in a kind of a similar situation uh, with a job about a year ago now where I was just getting burnt out every day and I wasn't feeling like myself. I was getting depressed and like my wife could tell a difference. Um, it, it was changing who I was. And I was finally able to leave that and get on like a nine to five schedule and um, really just did a complete 180 with my attitude mm-hmm. and, and just opportunities like that, where you really shift the focus on what I think society tells you needs, need, needs to be your focus and what you really want to prioritize in your life. Um, that's just so important to do. And I, I hope that people that are able to are taking this opportunity when they're home to reevaluate those priorities in their life and to see what they want to continue to pour their time and energy into. And 2020, I'm sure has been um, maybe a challenge for, for people uh, with their giving because it's everything's up in the air, but have you seen any kind of um, positive or let's say positive effect that it's had on bless in general? Have people been more generous or more interactive at least on the app? I think people have been more interactive because, you know, there's a couple of things going on with 2020, you know, people, um, you've got a higher suicide rate, you've got higher drugs and alcohol. So we've had people even turn in on that. In fact, I talked to one girl today, she's still going through a rough time. 
but it was probably about a month or two ago that she had messaged and wanted to join a group on Bless that I'm an admin of. And, you know, I, I wanted to know more, like, what's going on? She's like, I'm, I, I'm addicted to drugs. I'm going, I have an alcohol problem and I'm hiding it. And I'm like out of drugs and I don't know what to do. So I put her in touch with somebody that has been through that type of situation now runs like a celebrate recovery. And, um, I'm just wanted to be there for her. And we chatted back and forth and I was just there, you know, I, I couldn't really help with what I felt like needed real help, but I was getting her help in indirectly. And I talked to her today and she's actually been clean and sober since. So see, you don't know, you don't yeah. see, there's so many ways to give is the thing. So th with bless, we've had more activity in the sense that you've got this whole span of needs, right? You've got the, the really desperate needs where they they just hit, I mean, they're homeless and it's maybe perpetual need. And then you've got, Hey, I just need a helping hand or, or something just simple, like the toaster deal I mentioned, or I need yeah. a bed or, you know, simple things like that. So you've got that large scope. I think what's, what's happening more so with bless is that people are having to be retrained. Like I mentioned earlier, because first they don't know it's okay to share needs. They think you have to be desperate to share a need and you don't, we all have needs and knowing empowers them to help. So why not let them know and you'd be surprised. And so this is the kind of thing um, that we've seen happening. So this retraining of humanity, helping them to understand it's okay to share and that there are many ways that you can help because people think, Oh, I don't have enough or I'm running short. You know, it's 20, it's tight. I'm on an employee, whatever. No, no, you're missing it. You can listen to somebody. You can offer a helping. You don't have to give a dollar, you know, or just take a look around your house. You'd be amazed. You've got a whole stack of old iPads sitting there that you haven't used because you have the latest one. And there's a teenager probably down the street that could use any device just to get through school right now. And that's happened multiple times on Bless where old iPads or, or media devices like that have been been offered and changed a kid's life, you know, so it's thinking outside of our normal and I'm seeing it more and more because I really work. I, I mean, I call myself the chief blesser of blessed because it's my assignment to be the example for people to show them. This is how, this is how we live this blessed life. This is what we do. You know, it's a different way of thinking. And so there's, there's been like, I feel like I'm in, a, I'm a training people is really how I need to put it. But <laughs> I've, I've seen all the uptick of stuff, but I think it's because the app's growing. So I don't have anything really to compare it to, I guess is what I'm long story short trying to say, because the app is so new, like it's more activity because we're growing. So I don't know if it's because of COVID or if it's just because we're growing. Yeah, but that's still, it, it's incredible to think that despite everything going on, that it's not become stagnant because I think it would have been really easy for people to just say, I need to hold on to what I have because I don't know what's going to happen next. But for them to continue saying, I'm going to, one, I'm going to give myself and two, I'm going to share and my knowledge about this app because there is such a need. And I, I believe that other people are in a place to share. Um, I think that's what's one of the things that's been so impactful to me about this is just, uh, like I said, like the fact that it's not, I mean, I, I looked around my area here and there are not too many people using it right now, but that's, it's insane because there, there's so many needs out there and I just, I want to do what I can to get this out there so people can start helping each other. And just, I, I think that it it's showing people the reality of who we are as people and that, 
um, this negativity, I think that seems so pervasive in culture nowadays, it's not really who we are as humans. Right. We're, we are all connected. We all have compassion. And once we get to know each other and see the needs in each other and realize that, yeah, I can, like you said, I can go and give a toaster that I have sitting in my closet that I haven't used in 10 years, just the little things like that. And that the little things are so much more impactful than we realize, um, what are some of the other experiences that, you, that you've seen through the app that have meant um, just a lot to you? Well, one of the very first, actually, it was the very first need that I shared when I first launched the app. I love to tell this story because it's just so powerful because it shows you that if, if you have a need, maybe you don't want to share it, but you can have someone else share it for you. So when I first launched the app, I was in communication with the single mom that I knew. I was just checking in on her one day, just saying, how are you doing? It wasn't with the intention of posting anything. This was just conversation. And she's like, well, we're doing okay. She had four kids. She says, but three of my four kids don't have beds to sleep on. And this just struck me as like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, I know that there are people all over Orange County that have mattresses in their garages or wherever that they're not using. I mean, this is easy. And so this was, again, when we first launched, and I knew she wasn't in a position mentally where she would want to share this need, because a lot of people are like that. It could be pride, it could be embarrassed, whatever it is. If you don't want to share, we get it. But here's the thing about needs. They will always share it with somebody. When someone has a need, they're always going to tell somebody, at least one person, if that one person happens to be you, that's an opportunity for you. If you can't help them directly, you can share the need for them. And there's a ton of power in facilitating the meeting of a need. I mean, it's, it's wild how that works. So I said, can I share it? She said, sure. I shared the need on bless. And again, this was right after we launched within a week, within a week, I was delivering mattresses to this mom. I borrowed my friend's Ford Explorer at the time. And I'm, I'm hauling these mattresses to her and the babies were just so excited. They couldn't wait. They couldn't wait to get on these beds and just excited. They had someplace with room to sleep. Apparently there were two toddlers that were outgrowing their crib. They were twins sleeping together. And then this was the cool part. Now that she had the mattresses, she posted the crib on blessed to give that away to meet the need of somebody else. This is how it should work. This is how it should work. John, this is what, this is what should happen. You know, you, you, now we've met that need and now she's turning around and wanting to meet the need of another. And it changed her life. I mean, she's still active on the app to this day. I mean, this is what this is about and making impacts like this. And there's really story after story. If you hop on bless and go through the blessings feed, You'll see a lot of good things that are taking place in there, you know, just lives being changed. And there was um, uh, a gentleman. Well, there's just been so many. So it's hard for me. <laughs> but there was a gentleman here. He was uh, he had been in a drug rehab housing for five years sober, you know, but he had been living in like one of these safe houses, I guess you could call it in a sense. And he was finally ready to get out on his own. But he was moving into an apartment with nothing. I mean, zip. He had like, I think a mattress and his TV was it. He needed everything. And he shared the need on blessed. And within days, the community had come together and he was able to like furnish his apartment with what people had that they didn't need anymore that they were willing to bless him with. And so this is just the difference of when, you know, you're giving on purpose with purpose to change lives instead of just getting rid of stuff. Like you, you, you can do it with intention to make 
a real impact. And that's what I want people to know about Bliss. This isn't a curb alert. This isn't, you know, as much as it's like Craigslist and offer up and let go and Instagram and all of those, it's different. If your heart toward it is different and you just view it differently. And that's what I want people to know, because this is where the true uh, gift of this is. Because once you've experienced it, there's just nothing like it. You actually become addicted to it and you just want to help people as much as possible. And then you realize if I need a helping hand, it's okay for me to ask. It's okay for me to say, man, I just hit a, a rough patch. I'm not normally like this. And we've got a lot of that too. Recently too, there was a, a, a woman, another bless her heart, single mom, but she had been married, left an abusive marriage three years ago. She's a nurse, got laid off as a nurse. Yeah. During COVID, right? You think, how could that even happen? She got laid off, had her children, and just hit a bump. I mean, she was putting in 40 applications. This is another one that I was communicating with to find out more. Like, you know, let's make sure this is real. She was real. And, um, you know, she needed money for food. I mean, she was running out of toilet paper, simple things. And, people banded together to send her help and get her through the rough patch until she could get a job and get back on her feet. See, sometimes we just need a little assist and we are truly the best help for humanity. You know, a lot of these people try to go through the government programs, the community programs. You got to fill out all these applications. You got to wait so many days. There's only so much funds budgeted. It's all well and good and it serves its part. But at the end of the day, sometimes people need help right now and nobody can help quicker than us. Yeah, yeah, just that uh, that authentic instant uh, authentic instant help that you can give to people, and I'm sure as the app continues to grow, that you're not going to be able to vet every single person, and no, and that you, <laughs> and, and I'm sure, but I, it it's it's so impactful that you're still making the effort to do that and to connect with people like you are and give it that personal touch. Um, and I, I think that's really going to set the tone for the rest of the, how this continues to get off the ground and how it continues to spread. I mean, I, I, I've heard stories from other interviews that you've done about it being spread internationally. Yes. So, I mean, it's, it's getting around really fast and I, I feel honored to have been, to be a part of this and the early stages. And I'm, I'm genuinely really excited to see how it continues to grow from here and, and to continue to stay a part of the app, um, to keep giving however I can to see what the needs are and to continue to meet them. Um, so how can people find you? How can people find Bless? How can they get a, go ahead and get involved with this? Yeah, thanks, John, so much. And I'm just grateful that you're in on it at the beginning, too, because, again, one day we'll look back and we'll be like, wow, it was so wild. Look at where it's <laughs> at now. So super cool. If you want to get on Bless, which I encourage everyone to do, you can go straight to our website, bless-app.com. You can get the app for free from the Apple app and the Google Play Store, or you can go search for Bless in both of those respective stores. You'll find it, the black and white logo, Uniting Humanity. You're going to see it there. It's free, free to download, free to use, no ads. It's a pure gift for you. And if you want to follow Bless, you can do that on social media. We're on Facebook at Bless Mobile App, and that's the handle for Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn, all those goodies. And wherever you find Bless, you are going to find me. If you get on Bless, um, I will reach out to you. I reach out to every new user. I want every new user to know that I am there. I have a group on Bless um, that I offer tips on and suggestions on how to use the app. 
Um, and so you, I'll invite you to be a part of that. I mean, I use my app. I appreciate the tool, the gift that can bring us together to help people and it's working. So I want everyone to join me on my mission to change the world by changing lives one need at a time, uniting humanity and impacting generations through the power of bless. So get the app, share it, use it. Realize you don't have to wait for a need to be shared to meet a need. You can offer to meet a need first, which is what I love to do. I always offer a helping hand, a listening ear. You know, if I've got stuff laying around, I don't need this anymore. We're coming up on getting those Christmas decorations out. Um, if it's that time of the year when you're hearing this, it's a good time to, to put them. Uh, if you're not using them anymore, someone needs them on their tree. Somebody needs them. So this is the kind of stuff. It's so easy to give with purpose, on purpose to change someone's life. So be a part, join us today. I, I'll be grateful to see you come on. Absolutely. And I, like I said, I'm just genuinely excited to see where this goes from here. Um, I, it, it still just blows my mind that this isn't like mainstream and that this isn't um, so pervasive in our culture today, but it gives me genuine hope to know that there are people like you out there that want to just give a gift and facilitate the the blessing of others in any way that they can um and to make this opportunity available to people and to make it free to make it like like we said just streamlined and easy to use there's no noise nothing going on it's just if you want to do something good there you go if you if you have a need you can it, you can have it be met by people across the world um so even if it's not very pervasive in your community right now there are still people out there that are are willing and able to meet your need um, so Tara, I, I really want to just thank you for being a part of this. Um, thank you for taking the time to let me ask you some questions. And um, I'm really excited to continue to share your story and um, your app that I, I cannot wait to see the growth that it has in the coming years. Thank you, John, so much. I'm grateful. Thank you for the privilege and the honor. It's been just a pleasure to be able to connect and chat with you today. So thank you very, very much. And you watch Bless Will Be Global, a household name. Everyone will know it. Everyone will use it. And we will continue to change lives. I have no doubt about that, Tara. Well, thank you so much. And I hope you have a great night. Thank you, you too. All right. Bye.